My name is Ryan. And I'm Morgan. And uh, this is the final episode of, um, yes. I guess I should say in the intro that this is a Doctor Who podcast. I we, mean, you probably know. We never right really now. have before. No, we haven't. <laughs> Hi, welcome. This is a Doctor Who podcast where we uh, watch through the original uh, series of Doctor Who. I mean, if we ever get to the new stuff, we will eventually do the new stuff. But that's but a really long it's, way uh, away. Currently, the the uh, episode we're going to be um, giving a plot summary of um, and discussing a little bit at the end is called "The Day of Darkness." It's the final episode of the Aztecs arc, and uh, it was originally released June thirteenth, nineteen sixty four. So. Since the show's still on the air, we have a few years to get through. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> before uh, we have to worry about uh, talking about new episodes. Um, and if this is the first time you're joining us, that's weird. Maybe at least get back a couple episodes. Yeah, so that you're not the end of this arc. Like Aztecs Part 1, because this is definitely the end of an arc. Um, so this episode starts with Ian standing in that flood tunnel looking super scared again. Because the water is rushing around um, his feet. Yeah, because the water is definitely rushing past his sweet, sweet Aztec sandals. <laughs> um, shoes. And uh, he's like looking around with his flashlight that he has, uh, trying to see if there's anything he can do. And he looks above his head. And there's another carving of Itoxa in the ceiling. Because the ceiling in the tunnel is only probably... Yeah, he's like three and a half feet. Yeah, maybe? he's like pretty bent over. Maybe three and a half, four. four feet, something like Probably that. Probably like four feet, because he's not that bent over, but he is hunched over. Um, so since he sees another like carving of Yatoxa, he's like, "Well, that worked once." So he like pushes. He pushed up a little bit, but then he had to like slide it out of the way. Yes. So it was like up and over, and he climbed up into it, and it led him into a tunnel. Which. It, it, it's like a straight up climb through darkness. Like he's was just it a straight up climb? Or I don't. He... I can't tell. The way they that they, either... the cinematography, the cinematography was really spicy. I couldn't um, tell if he was because he almost looked like he was army crawling. But then a way that they showed it, but after that, he looked like he was like climbing without actually climbing. So I'm not quite sure he was what happened. Going sideways and or upwards. Um, in a completely tell. dark space that gave no actual shape to reality. Yeah. Um, literally just like back, <laughs> just some sort black of black background of some sort. Um, and he is just climbing through the dark, and then it's back in the Garden of Peace where the Doctor starts begging Ixta. Like he's like, "No, Ian's actually in the tunnel, bro. You sealed him in." And the Tox is like, "Thank God. I was hoping." <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, cool, Ian's dead now, that's great. And just walks off. Yep. And then... Um, and the doctor's upset about The doctor's that. like, no, I need this open. No, I need this open. Stop having it be closed. <laughs> um, so, Ian, you are back in the throne room, and they're showing you the corpse of Ixta again. It's the, covered the tomb. In the tomb, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. No, you're right. Um, the tomb that's behind the throne room. 
Um, and they're showing the body of Yatixa again. And um, it's like laying on this plinth thing. Yeah, but um, it's actually like hollow underneath. Like you didn't, they never really showed it well before, but it's not like a solid base. Well, it is a solid base, and then Ian slides a panel out of the way. It looks very wooden instead of being solid. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, like it looks solid-ish. Yeah. Um, everything's gray up. because this is in black and white still, so hard to say. But like Ian slides a secret panel sideways and, and crawls out, out from, from under a, the body. Yeah. That one. Um, and he's like, oh, definitely back in here again. He's like, oh, good. Glad that got me where I wanted it to get me. So he, like, starts unwrapping some sort of leather straps from Itix's body. Um, and he, like, loops them over this statue thing that's over the yeah, door. Yeah, this, like, weird... Over that trick door that only opens outward. Yeah. And, uh... And so he makes, like, a pole... Yeah, so you can tell that he's hoping that once he gets out, he can shut the door, and then they'll be able to pull it open with the tab. Yeah. With the leather strap that he's rigged up. So he pushes his way out, and um, he Barbara's like, Ian, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> How did that happen? Um, and uh, he sort of tells her, like, yeah, I came yeah. from inside. He's like, yeah, there was this tunnel from the garden, and I got here. And then they hear someone running, and uh, Ian hides behind the throne, and the doctor's like, Barbara, Barbara, oh, just the worst thing happened. Ian's definitely dead. <laughs> and then Ian, like, pops out, and he's like, oh, thank God you're okay. <laughs> he's like, oh, you did make it through. Great. Hope you didn't drown. That was really a thing that I was hoping you didn't do. Um, and then it goes to Ixta and Tol. Well, no, they're standing there talking about how they're going to get out of this situation um, because they're like, well, we can definitely open the door now because you did the tab thing and everything will work out so fine. So someone needs to go get Susan. So Ian says, okay, I'll go get her. And then it goes to... And then it goes to Ixta, um, Ixta and, and Tlatoxel. 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 And... Um, Ixta is like, oh yeah, by the way, sandals and tells he's like, Latoxel, oh, by the way, I killed Ian. He's for sure dead. And for sure, Latox definitely, completely dead. And Tlatoxel's like, awesome, that's great, way to go. Now, um, they're like, her handmaiden's going to be punished, and I want you to guard her. And he's like, cool, awesome. Um, and so all the other guards go away, and Ixta's sitting there next to uh, Susan, He's and like, your friend Ian's totally, definitely dead, and I killed him. And as he's, like, saying this, you, like, see Ian's face like, appear between, them in, the between them in the background. He just, like, slowly gets closer and closer. And then I couldn't tell at first what it looked like he snapped his neck. He actually just Vulcan death gripped him again, but it was very quick. And I was like, well, he either snapped his neck or knocked him out. One of the two. I know. I was hoping he snapped Ixta's neck. That would have been great, but it would have really Who solved a lot ever of really plot seem problems. Not violent. Well, later. <laughs> right now it's not. Right now it's not violent. Um, and so Susan's very happy that Ian didn't drown. Um, and she expresses it via facial expressions. Yeah, and then they all um, end up back in the temple again. Yeah, they, they all... The doctor and Barbara are like, okay, well, let's try to pull it open, and they're messing with it a little bit, and then uh, Barbara and Susan, and they're like, awesome, we'll totally open the door. 
uh, and they try to pull on it, but it's too heavy. Yeah, and the, so then the, they try to like the, loop it over the throne. The strap like half snaps. Sort of like, like a little not bit of it snaps out, and then like doesn't. the chair like pries up off the ground, and they're like, "Okay, that's not gonna work." <laughs> um, so they're like, "Crap, we definitely need like a pulley." And Barbara's like, "Yeah, well, they don't invent the wheel, so that could be an issue." Um, and uh, then Slatoxel um, is talking to. Um, Ixta, and he's like, what the hell do you mean he's still alive? Yes. And he's like, I don't know, man. And I could have like, sworn he was dead, man. So Toxel's like, okay, I want you to get Ian's club. Yes. And I want you to go kill Altlock. Like, go kill Altlock with Ian's weapon, and then they'll have to blame Ian. Yeah, and he's like, Altlock walks through the garden every morning alone. Yeah, because and you can definitely murder him without repercussion. Ixta was like, but he's a high priest. Like that's like the ultimate sin. Like I can't kill a high priest. And he's like, no, no, no. He goes to the garden alone, so it'll be okay. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, that makes it all better. <laughs> um, and so they're back in the throne room, and they're like, okay, well, we're not actually going to be able to do this from this side. So someone has to go back up through the tunnel and push the door. So um, Ian and so they're Susan. Like, Ian's gonna crawl back through. And Susan's gonna go down and watch the door. Which Into I don't understand why it wouldn't be the other way around. You would think, especially given the. But do you trust Susan that much, though? I know, but at least, at least, like if it were Ian, he could fucking close the stone again. Right. Susan's not gonna be able to do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Susan can barely like walk and speak at the same time, so she's definitely not closing like, the stone back up. Like, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it should not have been Susan that they chose to go with Ian. It probably should have so been they somebody else. Go down to the garden, and um, Ian's like, "Okay, go hide in those bushes, and watch me get in this thing, and yell if you see anything." So he, like, touches the stone. She's like, Ian! <laughs> and, uh... And they find Otluck knocked out. Yeah, on the ground. Not dead, though. Yeah. No, because they're like, oh, no, is he dead? And then he starts moving. And they're like, oh, no, he's good. And Ian picks up the club that's next to him. And he's like, wait a minute. This is mine. He's like... Ixta gave it to like, me. He's like, this is a trap. Definitely a trap. Like, we should go. And, of course, as they get up to leave, guards show up. And Ixta is there as well. So basically how this scene plays out is, my god, this is my club. Ixta's definitely setting us up. Halt! Stop there! My name's Ixta. That guy did this. Look, that's that club I gave him. <laughs> Literally Pretty almost much. word for They're word. They're like, they snuck up behind him and Ian's bashed like, him over the head. He's like, how do you know that I snuck up behind him? And he's how like... How do you know he got hit from behind? And, and he's like, like, shut up. That's your club, you did it. And they're like, that makes sense. Um, and Altlock's like, wow, my head really hurts. Your friend's definitely a false goddess, and uh, you all deserve to die. That's <laughs> pretty much exactly how okay. that happens. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, we fade to black. And, and uh, go to the, the doctor is in the garden, and he's carving a Pulley. wheel of wood into what is apparently, and definitely is later, <laughs> a, a pulley. Um, and his fiance, Kameka. Uh, Kameka is like, oh, what up, dog? That sure is a thing. I don't know what you're doing. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm just making a fun item. Shh. She's like, cool, cool. Anyway. <laughs> Your friends are definitely jerks, right? And he's like, I kind of got to save them. And she's like, well, that's a bummer. 
And he's like, I know Ian didn't do it. And she's like, but that was his club. And like, and he's like, but he still didn't do it. <laughs> and she's like, all right, well, I'm going to go over to this other side of the garden. <laughs> well, and she did say that for him, she would convince Otlock. To at least take to go talk to Yataxa. Oh, to go talk to Yataxa. To go talk AKA to Yataxa, yeah. Um, she's like, yeah, I'll try to convince him. So she walks over to the other side of the garden and Altlock's there. Yes. And she's like, okay, you have to go talk to Barbara. Um, and he's like, fine, he's like, I guess, you... but only for you. Well, doesn't he also say... Because they're in the garden when he gives her his crest. Um, so does he say, I'll go talk to Barbara, but you need to use my crest for something? When does that part happen? I think that might be now. I feel like it's now. So he gives her a thing and says, okay, I'll go talk to her, but... No, it has to be after. Because yeah. he doesn't decide so that says, they're going to save Susan so until after is, he talks to Taxa. Yeah, so he says, okay, I'll go talk, I'll go to, talk her. to her. Then he goes and talks to Barbara. And they decide that and he Ian says, is too heavily... Well, yeah. he, well, he pretty much is like, okay, so I guess I can still believe that you're really a goddess, but I don't know if I really trust your other your servants. And he's like, I definitely don't trust Ian. And he's like, so but I really think that Ian's the one that did it still, whether you tell me it was him or not. But he's like, I can't save Ian because he's too heavily guarded, but I think I can save Susan. And you're just going to have to live with that. Yes. Um, so. And then it goes back to the garden. And that's when. And he's, he's talking to Kameka again. And he says. Well, and the hey, doctor finishes his pulley. Is that also when. That's a little bit. Yes. That's when this happens. Is so it we're all back at the same garden. time? Okay. Yeah, we're back in the garden. And the doctor has finished his pulley completely. And he's talking to Kameka. Kameka. And she's basically like, yeah, I kind of figured that that pulley was something to get you, like, whatever you were carving, yeah, she's that like, was I something that would take you away from she's me. She's like, when it was finished, I knew it would take you away from me. And he's like, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, and she's like, well, that sucks. Anyway. <laughs> and then she goes and talks to Altlock and says, and, he, and he's like, hey, here's my crest. I have to go to the wilderness to figure some things out because I definitely don't understand what's happening. But use this, distract the garden, save Susan. Yeah, because he's like, this ornament gives whoever has it my title and all of my possessions. Yeah, you get my house and all my wealth. Um, and so she's like, cool, I'll go do that. Um, <laughs> shows... And she like shows up there. Well, it shows Ixta first. And I wrote, because I wrote, unfortunately, he didn't snap his neck. Yeah. And they're in that room. They're got because Ian and Susan are together now. Yes. Being guarded. And so they're like, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. Um, but Tlox, Tl, I can never say his name. Tlatoxel. Tlatoxel is there as well. They have a little conversation about what's to happen at the ceremony. Yeah. Basically, Ian and Susan are going to get punished. Then, um, then the sacrifice. perfect sacrifice will happen. And then what they're going to do is, like, they'll sacrifice the dude while the sun's out. Yes. Then they'll take out Barbara. And then the sun will And what they're going to do is they're going to abduct her, basically, and tie her up and make her go away. Then the sun will come back. Then later, they'll take her and cast her the Montiato her by, like, 
putting her in a three-walled room and like and then sealing her sealing into the it. door by building up a fourth wall and letting her starve to death in there. Pretty much. Um. So. So and then pretty much everybody leaves the room. Yeah, except one guard that I, has Ian's sweet, sweet eagle headdress on. Yes, that eagle outfit. And so Kameka goes up there. And she goes to give the ornament to the guard, and she's like, you want this? And he's like, oh, yes, I do. And she's like, well, then you need to tell the other guards to go away. So he does that pretty easily. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, now give it to me. And, and she's, she's like, like, no, you gotta let well, Susan go. She's like, well, if you really, really want it, then I'm gonna give it to you, and you've gotta, like, close your eyes and let Susan walk out of here. And he's like, mm, I don't know, maybe not. And so then Ian, like, and then judo Ian, chops like, him on the back of the like, judo chops him. And he passes out. And Kameka's like, yo, I can't take you. You figure out what you gotta do, but I'm gonna take Susan. So they run off. And she, like, puts the pennant in the guard's hands. Yes. Um, and then Ian's like, great. So he steals the eagle outfit. We don't back. technically know that he steals it yet, though. Yes. He Did picks we? up the headdress. Oh, okay. He takes the headdress off the dude and picks it up and looks at it. And then he walks off screen. Um, and then... Ixta's back. Yes, and he sees the guard and the ornament. The guard is holding the ornament and passed out, and Ixta's like, this dude betrayed us. And Flatoddle's like, well, this is shit. <laughs> and like, he's like, damn. kill the dude because he's a traitor. So then, like, <laughs> Ixta rears back like he's gonna, like, and starts to swing down with, like, a, a metal-edged club mm-hmm. that's definitely gonna kill the dude, and it, like, cuts. And we're looking at Barbara standing in front of her, like, retinue of guards. Yes. And they're like, lead her out. And um, someone in an eagle outfit <laughs> walks up the steps and like um, starts to lead her out. And uh, uh, didn't Kamika bring Barbara back or bring maybe Susan I back to first? Do that. So Kamika and then was they get like, and then she gets let out. Yeah. The doctor's rigging up his pulley, and he's, like, put it on a Y stick thing and rigged up some rope stuff with the tab they put on earlier. Mm -hmm. And, um, Kameka comes up and, like, here's Susan, and she's like, I definitely want to go with you. And he's like, And the doctor's "Mm, like, yeah, that's not not going to happen. happen, And she's like, well, think of me. And then leaves. Think of me fondly. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Um, so... He she like walks off and then he looks sad. Then they're yes. like, okay, Ian, not Ian, but wink wonk, dude in a eagle suit. Yes. Um, go lead Barbara to the altar, and so he does. Yes, and then, um, I have that the Toxel tries to stab Barbara. Because cause the, cause they, cause they were of. going to sacrifice the guy, but before they did that, didn't he, like, try to turn to stab Barbara He, like, instead? turns around to stab Barbara instead of the perfect sacrifice who's laying on the altar. And then um, Ian stops and him. And Ian grabs his hand. And then, um... And he's like, extra! And he's like... Flatoxel. Um, is like... Ixta! And Ixta. he's, like, down he's below. Like he has to, like, climb all the temples. Away. <laughs> and he hears very clearly, Ixta! Ixta! <laughs> and, and so uh, he's, like, trying to get there as fast as he can. And he, like, runs up, like, the and doctor, And he's Barbara. like, Barbara, get back into the temple! And so Barbara, Susan, and the doctor start trying to pull on the 
pulley. And there's to get the like door the open. greatest fight scene ever between like, Ian and Ixta. Ixta walks up the steps. They make eye contact while they're wearing ponchos. In perfect mirror image sync, they like rip their ponchos off and throw them on the ground, and they're wearing shields that are identical. Yes. They start circling around the sacrificial altar, and like uh, they have a very so intricately and well well, the, well done It was fight. even worse than the other fight because half of it was just them like cameras straight the camera. on and yeah. then like swinging at the camera like they were fighting each other. Um, it was great. And like eventually they dance around. There's a lot of fighting. And there's and an screaming. edge. Ian almost falls off the edge and then he like pulls back. And then, like, and then he, like um, he, then they fight back across, and Ian gets thrown on the ground, and, like, Ixta, Ixta lunges, at, lunges him. at him, and Ian, like, puts up his foot and flings and he gets flipped Ixta over backwards. behind his head, and off which the is actually the down the steps of the temple, and Ixta's broken body is, like, shown on the floor, and Ian's like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so he, like, stands up and, like, takes off the helmet sets it on the throne and then he helps and they the help others him get the pulley up, the, pull the pulley up to get the door open and they get it and they're like yes awesome and they bring the pulley with them as they go into the yes. door so not that they would know how to use it right <laughs> but they take it with them and Taloxel walks up and he's like where did they go Mary? oh well we'll and still have like, our sacrifice he's like let them go we'll still sacrifice them so then the eclipse happens and he like stabs the perfect sacrifice and uh, that, you know, he got what he wanted. Yes. And then they're in the tomb, and Barbara's like, so it was all for nothing, everything is pointless, why did I bother? And the doctor's like, well, well you kind of helped one dude like, question helped, his beliefs. You and helped like, Otlock a little bit, so, so at least be happy about right that. It. And she's like, yeah, I guess. And they, like, start emptying their pockets of all the Aztec crap that they have, and she, like, puts back the bracelet, and... Um, the doctor standing there, and earlier, um, Kameka had given him this little token that, um, that had the symbol of Itaxa on it, and he sets it down on the throne and, like, starts to walk in the TARDIS, and he's, like, stops a second. He's like, no, like, fuck it, I'm gonna take it with me. And, like, grabs <laughs> it and puts it in his pocket and jumps in the TARDIS. And, uh... Then Susan is suddenly in, like, some weird overalls. Yeah, they're all finally back in normal clothes, Ian has though. a really sweet black turtleneck, <laughs> and Susan has a black, like, strap dress on. Um, like, a high-collared strap dress. I don't... Yeah, like I don't a, know. It's, like, a squared-off like, top, and she's got, like... all finally in normal clothes. At least yeah, well, the doctor's in his normal garb. Well, yeah, but, like, at least they didn't stay in their Aztec clothes. Like, Ian, who stayed in his Marco Polo outfit for Ian all of the like, Keys of Marinus. Ian was, like, one of those children who, like, gets a Power Rangers outfit and then refuses to take it off for three months with his, like, um, thing from... Marco Polo. Marco Polo, and so finally Peter that's Pan outfit. Um... So he now he's got a very uh, nice black turtleneck. Yes. And um, and the doctor starts hitting buttons on the console yeah, to take them out of there. Yeah, it takes off, and then they land, and he's like, well, so that's weird. And they're like, oh, God, what this time? <laughs> and he's like, well, half of my instruments say we've stopped. And the other half say, the other we're, half still say we're still moving. going. <laughs> And, and they're like, and well, Ian's like, well, maybe we're on top of something. And, and then like, Barbara real ominously is like, or maybe we're inside something. 
And then it like fades to black. And it says, next episode, Strangers in Space, 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 Space. <laughs> so, yes. And that wraps up uh, the, Aztecs. the Aztecs. And spoiler alert, uh, the thing we're watching has like little descriptions. And uh, they're on a spaceship. Yes. We, I, I shouldn't have looked, and all of a sudden I went, oh, look, they're inside a spaceship that's orbiting a planet. <laughs> Great. Cool beans. Now we know that they are on, they're inside something. They sure That's are. still moving. Yep, because they're on a spaceship. Um, ships on ships. Um, so, yeah, how do you feel about the Aztecs? I don't know. I feel like a lot happened, but then at the same time I feel like a lot didn't happen. Because some of our episodes went very quickly. And I feel like we didn't speed through it either. I feel like we were going at our normal pace and it just... And I just feel like it wasn't as plot, plot heavy as some of it. but it can be summarized easily. Yeah. Um, because there's a whole lot of back and forth and they their conversations take a long time to sort of arrive. Yeah. So I feel like it wasn't as plot heavy, like plot point heavy. Yeah. As a lot of the other episodes. Which we tend to do pretty high simple. level plot. We don't do like incredibly specific things. I will say we probably didn't do the best at like describing outfits this time. Yeah. Um, which we generally are a little bit better at. Big weird outfits. Um, it was a lot of feathers and bangles. Well, when I... it was just kind of funny because like we, we had a conversation about this outside of recording where we were talking about how like they were wearing loincloths but they had tights on. Yeah, they were all very strange, like, and mostly feather outfits. And they had, like, long sleeve shirts on, too. Even Lots though you of would ponchos. expect them to not have shirts and not have pants. Especially since it's, like, central Mexico. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. The outfits were weird. I guess yeah. we didn't describe those quite as we well. We didn't. So, we'll have to be better at that um, in our next arc, which I believe is um, called The Sensorites. Um, so... How do you feel about Barbara during this episode? You know, like, it makes me sad because I agree with you that she's one of my favorite companions at this point. Yeah. Like, she's my favorite. I like Ian, too, but sometimes Ian's a little bit of an idiot. Like, I feel like, overall, Barbara is my favorite, and she kind of was annoying. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, naive and childish a little bit in some of her thoughts and wants. Which she's like definitely thirty-ish, and so yeah, it's like, which I don't is know, weird. Felt... Well, which is weird for her. It seemed really out of character for her. Yeah, like they haven't done a super great job at this point fleshing out her character, but from what I would expect from her, it was very out of character for her. Yeah, it was odd. Um, I think this is a weird choice. I think her coming to like different conclusions and some of the things she says in the episode are in character, but then just her whole plot point of like I have to change the past feels really out of character for her somehow um, because like she's a history teacher so you would think she would have more of an appreciation for leaving Keeping, the past as yeah. the past was exactly. and she definitely didn't and it's like the doctor sort of had to teach her that which which I feel like he shouldn't have to yeah, and so it, it just know. feels like an awkward like, character. I, I guess I can like kind of understand her maybe not realizing that, oh, you know, history is written and the future is set, and if you remember it that way, then there's that means you already came back and couldn't change it kind of thing right. we talked about. Because I like, get that she's not going to automatically like intuitively know that. Yeah. Because she's never really done this whole time travel thing before, so I yeah. get that she doesn't like intuitively like know that. 
But I still think, like you said, like as a history teacher, she would have respect for the history and not want to change it. Which she does in the first Especially since she's like supposed to like specialize on the Aztecs in the first place. Yeah, so she would know how important like Like I understand those things are. Her thought process and like, oh, let's keep the good things but get rid of the bad things. Like I kind of get it, but it's just like, mm, honey. Yeah, it just seems Maybe really naive. Yeah. Um, which is not something I would have associated with. Especially when before. she's like would not listen to reason when the doctor was trying to reason with her, which yeah. was seemed very, very out of character for her. Because she's so Reasonable. she's not really an emotional person. Ian's a little bit more emotional than her. She's she's, she's very She's kind of the logical mind of the three of them. Yeah. Like Ian's more of the let's act rashly and like sort of Gryffindor of the group. Susan is a Hufflepuff um, in that she's a particularly good finder. Uh, The doctor is definitely a Slytherin, yeah, because he is willing to do whatever the hell he wants to get what he wants. Yeah. Um, Susan is a particularly good finder. Um, But, like... Find. (laughs) Find. Well, um, so, like... Barbara's definitely the Ravenclaw here. Yeah, she def- um, she's really good at, like, sitting back and, like, looking at kind of, like, the total... Objectively. Yeah. And, like, object- thinking methodically about things and, like, sort of guessing what people's responses to things will be. And yeah. this just feels so weird because it seems... Like, in the first like she episode, would, she's hesitant. Yeah, she She would, doesn't want to be the goddess, and she's like, God, is this really what we want? And the doctor's like, yes, of course, it's what like, we want. We're yeah, manipulating this puts us people. In a Why wouldn't position. we want to be manipulating people? Well, and he's like, this puts us in a great position. As long as we just go along with whatever they want and follow their traditions, like, we can do whatever we want, which figure like, out whatever we need to do to get out of here. Which she's definitely like, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. then she's like, no, I must change everything. Which, it does, it's like such a weird leap. It's like, we were talking about in the first episode that they didn't really have plot points. Yeah. So it almost feels like the writer went, ah, crap. I, I, the, what we wrote for the first episode isn't going to actually link to anything. Let's create some drama. And it's like, whereas Susan doing something dumb or Ian acting rashly would, fit would, would be a characters. thing that could actually yeah. like be within character, because Ian's a Gryffindor. And like, (laughs) everything is to Harry Potter. Um, And, you know, that would have made a logical plot point. They've done it. They've done it in episodes before. So for her to act rashly, it feels very out of character. And to be so like adamant and not listen to reason. Yeah. When she's technically the most reasonable of all of them. Yeah. Um, Like the doctor is very reasonable too, but he's also very... He's good at being reasonable with other people, but not people being reasonable towards him. And I don't know that he's reasonable so much as he is illogical. And, like, anything that operates within his realm of logic, he's very, like, no, this is how it is. Yeah. But, like, anything, anytime someone tries to give him some rationale that falls outside of what he finds logical... Yeah. Then he's a child. So I don't know that he's rational so much as he is analytical. Yeah. Whereas Barbara's sort of... She's not necessarily, like, super, super analytical, but she's very, like, rational, and she's very, like, methodical in her thinking, and, like, she's sort of just, I don't know, is the voice of reason Yeah. for a lot of things. Um, and she's sort of, like, she's into history for history's sake, and, like, she's willing to change her opinions based on evidence, like... You know, Ian was very like, this can't be possible. And she's like, well, we're here, so obviously it's possible. Yeah. Um, and so for her to just be like, no, 
It's just, it was very Like, weird. we're going to change this. Yeah, it we was very We have to change strange. this, and you can't make me change my mind. It's happening. Yeah, it was very, very odd. Yeah, very, um, very out of character for her. So, uh, what do you think is going to happen next? Spaceship, so we're probably in the future. Yeah. Or at least on another planet, not necessarily, like, future, future. Well, we... We ruined it. it. It is the future. That's the 28th um, century. <laughs> yeah, it's the 28th century, so it's 2700-something. Um, yeah, what do you think it's all about? I don't know. Like, it sounds like there's going to be multiple, like, I cheated and I read the caption. I need to not do that. Yeah. <laughs> I will not, I'll not do that next time. But it seems like there's going to be, like, two races, kind of, in a small battle of some sort. Some sort of battle Some with sort each of other. issue between two races. Um... So, how do you feel about the Doctor now? Has anything changed? Do you still feel like he's sort of... He's still an asshole. Yeah, you still kind of feel like he's a crotchety old man. But I don't know. Like, he's growing on me. Yeah. Like, I really actually kind of like him as a Doctor. He's an asshole, but he's finally kind of hit this point where he does trust Barbara and Ian's, like, insights. And, like, he realizes that they're a lot smarter than he thought they were. And I think he's not openly hostile now. Yes. He's he does still a lecture dick. Susan at one part, and he's a dick. But because he's just kind of an abrasive personality. Yeah. Um, but he's not, like, but openly hostile and yeah. mistrustful. So, like, he's definitely gotten to a point where he trusts their opinions, and uh-huh. he actually considers them, like, an, a positive addition, like a good thing to the team now. Like they're not just like extras that he's like, damn, we got stuck with them. Yeah. And now we have to deal with them type of thing. Like he actually is okay with their input. He may not always agree with it, but he's not openly hostile about it. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. So since he's kind of accepted them a little bit better, he's growing on me because he's not like, he still has his moments where I'm like, you're a crashy old man. But there, it's more hilarious now. Yeah. And you're like, ha, 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 he's just a gradually old man. <laughs> so I feel like this episode added some comedy that hasn't been in other ones, especially yes. with the Doctor. How do you feel about um, the addition of, like, sort of comedic looks? I like it. Because um, it's been a little dry. Yeah. It actually kind of gives it a little bit of flavor and takes gives you a little bit of, like, comedic relief. Yeah, which sort of breaks up like the seriousness. It's all like terrible, 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 and then there's like a little bit of funny thrown in. Yeah. So it's not just like all terrible things. It um, breaks up the tension a little bit. So I do kind of like that they threw in some some humor that they haven't always done before. Like every once in a while they'll throw in like a Doctor Who joke, which is always funny, but they haven't really done like true. Co- Nothing like, that made us relief. laugh like the Doctor's look on his face when. She says, oh, I accept your proposal. And they're like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, that slide was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the first time they threw in, like, absolutely just, like, made you laugh out loud kind of stuff. Um, how do you feel about the relationship between companions and the Doctor in general? Like, all three of them, sort of, like, how do you feel that relationship um, is developing? Like, do you think um, he still sort of feels like, oh, I'm ushering around? No. Okay, so you do feel I, more like they're partners. Yeah. Still. Okay. And I feel like he's gotten to where, like, you can still tell that he, like, favors Susan more. Yeah. But he's also gotten to a point where 
he, instead of seeing, like, Ian and Barbara as, like, children beneath even Susan, he is now more seeing them more on, like, his level, and then Susan's kind of Like, they're that. actual adults. Like, they're actual adults, and then Susan is completely filling that, like, oh, you're still a child type of role. Like, he's treating her much more like a child than he did originally. Yeah. Like, he still had his moments where he kind of, like, talked to her like she was a child, but she he mostly treated her more like an adult. But now that he's gotten to where he actually feels like he can rely on Barbara and Ian more than he did initially, they've kind of filled that more adult role, and Susan's kind of fallen down a little bit more. I feel like yeah. he talks to her as a child much more than he did initially. I think that's fair to say. Um, and I feel like Barbara and Ian have kind of taken on, like, the parental roles a little bit. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the relationship between um, Ian and Barbara? Um, because there is some shipping of that. It's not surprising. But I don't really think there's anything. Like, they feel more like friends. Yeah, it fits like a, like a very close friendship. But like it doesn't really feel other, romantic to Not me. at all. Um, Every once in a while they'll have, like, moments where, like, they'll be kind of close. Yeah. But, but it's never anything that, like, screams, like, romance. Because there's been a couple guys that they've met on planets that it seemed like Barbara had romantic feelings for. Or, like, Specifically, least, like, mutual boyfriend. Um, mutual boyfriend, yes. And, like, that hasn't really been a thing that we've seen from Ian so no. much. No, they, they, they've really just more seem like really close friends or almost like a really close like brother and sister relationship yeah almost like you know you would be with someone that you've spent so much time with and like had to be through so many like uh borderline tragic events with <laughs> been through a lot of shit together <laughs> you really have <laughs> ian's been put on trial and almost killed like four times <laughs> yeah. at this point yeah um so they have been through some stuff yeah they've been um, through a lot of shit together like, I'm not sure how long of a time span this is supposed to have been. I think it was, like, a week or so, this specific arc. This specific arc, because I'm, like, I'm like um, total since they found out that the TARDIS exists. I'm not sure how long of a time span it is from, like, the beginning of the se- the first season to where we are now. Um, probably, what, a good, like, probably, like, I would six probably months. say six to eight months would be a good... Yeah. I don't think it's been a full year. No, but I'm like, man, my guess would probably be, like, six or so months at least because i would say that like, like the man, piece of baroness was at least a week and a half if not longer if not more um so that right there is a big chunk of time at least maybe um, even closer to like a week or two yeah because they were definitely in that last city for like four to five days yeah which is almost um, a full week by which itself. is almost a full week there so i mean yeah i would say maybe like six or so months six-ish months um, I'm like, it's been a time. rough, yeah, like, it's been a rough... Six months. Six months, man, they've been through a lot. Well, and now that I've said that, though, they were with Marco Polo for a good month by itself. Yeah. Really. They were with Marco Polo for a really long they time. They were with Marco Polo for a very least, like, long time. like, five or six weeks. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, there was a lot of montaging of, like, yeah, you know, it was lines on a map. But it was probably a month, a a month and a half, two months, yeah. even. Um... So, so yeah, yeah, I would say somewhere under a year, but close-ish. More yeah, than six, six months, less probably, than a year. Yeah, I would say maybe nine months max. Yeah, that's a baby. 
They've been there a baby. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's been a rough. It's been a rough six to nine months. They've it had has. some. They've had some quite terrible shit happen to them, over and over and <laughs> over and over non-stop. again. But it also makes you wonder too, since they never show good stuff, if there was anything good in between all of that. Yeah, it makes you think there probably was, um, but it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel about the doctor's ability to pilot the TARDIS? <laughs> I don't feel like he has any control over that. I think he just pushes buttons. I don't think he actually think, knows what any of it does. I, I agree. I agree with that. I think he can read the readouts. Yeah. I think he knows how to, like, push the right buttons and read what he needs to read to figure out where he went. <laughs> but, but I other don't than know that, that he can steer it. Yeah. It's like he can read the speedometer. But apparently there's a go back button that they never use. Which they never bring up again. I cannot <laughs> honestly think of another time they use the quick return button. And the quick return button um, got stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Took them back to the beginning of space and time. Oof. <laughs> um, Such a weird So I think that's about it. Do you have any other thoughts right now on um, sort of the season as a whole or... I definitely can say that... I am liking, except for this last arc where Barbara was a little annoying and out of character, or at least what I feel like is out of character, um, I like as a whole how the show is developing the uh-huh. characters. Um, I still wish it would like flesh out the characters of like Barbara and Ian a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I feel like they haven't been fully fleshed out. I feel like a lot of what I consider in and out of character for them is assumed. Yeah based on what I've seen so far and what they tend to do. Um, I wish they would flesh those characters out a little bit because I feel like the Doctor and Susan are relatively fleshed out. Yes. But I wish they would flesh out Ian and Barbara's characters a little bit more. They do. I, I agree. I would say that the Cause I Ian and Barbara like, do fall a little flat. Because um, I, I do. I feel like what I consider in and out of character for them is very assumed. And it's yeah. not actually written... It's and just kind say, of like, well, based on how they've reacted in the past. Based on my perception, I think you're dead on with Ian. And I do feel that a lot of the things that Barbara did in this, she doesn't do again. Um, some of the stuff is very on on brand for Barbara, if you will. Like uh, holding a knife to Clotoxel's yeah. throat. That's yeah. on brand for her. Well, like, yeah, some of that stuff, like, it's very, like, well, you gonna fuck with me, then I'll fuck with you. Yeah. Um, but sort of the naivety and the, like, um, sort of the crying Im- about her mistakes. And the, like, impulsiveness that she has. And, like... That I'm not really seeing. inability to be reasoned with yeah. is very unlike her. That Those things feel like they were off-brand and it sort of just feels like, oh, it didn't happen. Um, or perhaps she learned her lesson, one of the two. Yeah, but it was just um, weird, because I feel like if that was ever going to happen, it would have happened earlier. Yeah. Not where it did. Yeah, it would have been, like, her making silly mistakes way earlier. Because um, she's still not used to this whole time, tra- time travel thing. Like, yeah. But I feel like they've been doing long enough at this point that she should have not have made those mistakes. Like, if she hadn't yeah. made them, she wouldn't have made them when she made them kind of thing. But... I also didn't write this, so... Yeah. I, I also wonder if if their idea was, like, this is the first Earth history major event thing they've been to. Well, except for Marco Bilbo. 
Right. But that wasn't like a major But that wasn't event. like, that was sort of like they didn't really have control or anything she could do about it. Yeah. But the Aztecs are her favorite. So I, yeah. I wonder if that's the angle they were going. Is like, that she oh, be... she loves them so much and she hates that they like disappeared off the face of the earth and she wanted to try to fix that kind of thing. Maybe. I guess I could I don't maybe. Know, I guess still... I could like maybe see that. But I, I can feel see like the rationale, but I feel I don't like, like that's it. grasping for straws. Yeah, that's point. reaching a little bit. Yeah. Um, it feels tenuous at best. Yeah. Um, but that would be the only way I feel like they could explain it. Yeah. Um, so I think that about wraps it up. I don't, I don't have really any other thoughts right now. Um, mm -hmm. Just interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely, all right. definitely not regretting this decision to do this with you, though. Well, thank I'm you. enjoying Doctor Who. You're now, um... This is episode 19-something of the podcast-ish. So. Um, yes, more than we that. we have 15, 16, 17. No, 19. Because we did 15, 16, 17. Then we okay, so this is 19. 19. <laughs> and then we just, this was episode 30 of the show. Yes. Um, so we're now 30 episodes into the show, 19 episodes into the podcast. And, uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Didn't know if we would make it this far. Yeah, we started didn't know. it not knowing what would happen. Yeah, we were like, well, we'll make one and see where it goes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, uh, that about wraps it up. Um, if you want to contact us, you want to get a question on the show or something like that, um, you can either interact with us on Twitter, which is at CompanionCast, capital C's, um, one word, or you can send us an email, which is thecompanioncast at gmail.com, all one word, all lowercase. Um, if you liked what you heard um, and you would like to subscribe to us, you can do so on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, or Google Play, um, leaving us uh, comments and ratings and reviews, especially on iTunes, would be super, super helpful. Definitely. Um, it would be really cool of you to do that. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. This has been the Companion Cast. I'm Morgan. And I'm Ryan. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.